Hello, and welcome back to our study of Pinine Halacha, the teachings of Rabbi Eliezer Malamed, Shlita. Well, here we are with our penultimate show of the year. As I mentioned yesterday, we just hit 275 episodes, or maybe I mentioned it the day before, but thank God, 275 episodes, and Baruch Hashem, we are counting, and our, just checking the latest, our, our downloads at 5,000, so uh, lots of great statistics, thanks so much to you, but more importantly is the Torah that we study and that we share, and hopefully that we imbue our lives with. So the next chapter, Mitzvah L'Shanos Mneha Shalom. As we have been mentioning, there are times when you can change the truth or deviate from the truth for certain reasons, and there are times when it's not only are allowed to, but it's a mitzvah. So this is a mitzvah case. Even though there's a great responsibility and obligation to speak truth, in any event, there are times when it's allowed, let's say for peace, for shalom, or even not only allowed, but it's a mitzvah to do so, to deviate from the truth. Let's see. The Gemara in Yavamas, as we mentioned yesterday, in Daf Yosef. We learn this from the story of the brothers of Joseph. After Yaakov Avinu died, and we're told this in Parshas Vayechi, the brothers thought that maybe Yosef wanted to take revenge, obviously because he was sold as a slave to the Ishmaelim, etc., etc., and even though we don't have recorded in the Chumash that Yaakov said anything to the brothers, however, in order to maintain peace, they deviated from the truth, So they said, in effect, listen, before dad died, he told us that we have to command. This was his command. We have to say this to Yosef. Listen, forgive his sin. You know, forgive what they did to you because, you know what, it was all probably for a greater reason. And just, listen, make everything okay. So in other words, they created, a, they fabricated a situation where they said that their father commanded them to tell Yosef to forgive their sin when in fact he said nothing. That's one instance. Even Hashem himself, Kaviachol, will change in order for peace. This is probably the example with which we are familiar because we learn this in third or fourth grade or whatever it might be. I remember this from third grade, 10 years ago. After the angels came and they told Sarah that she's going to have a son, she laughed to herself, and she said to herself, I'm so old, how could I possibly have a child of Adoni Zakein? And not only that, my husband is so old. She didn't hear what was coming into her ears because she and her husband were well beyond their years. When, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avraham, listen, Sarah didn't believe the news that she's going to have a son, what did he say? HaKadosh Baruch Hu, All he said was, she said, I can't have a child because I'm so old. I, sorry, I'm so old. And he didn't say that she mentioned, oh, and my husband is old too. And this is because any husband, 
when I don't care who you are, but when your wife tells you they're old, or you hear that your wife thinks you're old, it hurts, it stings. Therefore, Hashem altered her words. And if you look in Rashi and Chumash there, he mentions this. And we see from here that it's a mitzvah that you can deviate from the truth in order to maintain peace. So why is it that you're allowed to lie for peace? Because the base truth is, the root of the truth is, that every single person is unified. We're all unified at our base. There is one creator. We have one purpose. We can't get out of our own way, and only the silly disagreements that we have or differences of opinion, that's what causes machlokas, that's what causes fights. So therefore, when we have a tug of war, it's the term I've been using, between the value of peace and the value of truth, so then there's a tug of war between inner truth and outer truth. Because the outer truth, or what seems to appear to people, we have hatred, there's disagreement. However, the inner truth tells that we are all the same, all from the same creator, we all have the same neshama, and deep down everybody wants to like one another, or love one another. And when we have this type of tug of war, the Torah commands us that you know what should take precedence? The inner truth over the outer truth. Therefore, a halacha is paskin, that you can lie in order to maintain peace. We're going to see this in the coming halacha, that Aaron Cohen. He spent a lot of time, he's Ohev Shalom, Rodev Shalom, as we know in the mission of Pirkei Avos, that he was busy trying to find peace between humans, between couples, married couples. Somebody said, oh, so-and-so did this to me. He said, no, no, that's not true. Because his greater value was that of peace. Of course, one should not use this as, oh, well, it's Shalom, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lie, and just use this as a, as a heter to lie. So perhaps the first method when someone asks you, oh, did someone say something bad about me? So you have to try a diversion tactic. Say, change the subject, try to go to something else. If he presses you, however, but ultimately, if the person does not want to get off the topic and he says, did someone say something bad about me, then, of course, you have to lie or you can lie and you have to maintain the peace. He says, no, of course, nobody said anything bad about you. And he mentions Aaron Akoin, of course, it's one of the perhaps great examples. I'll give you an example, something I learned a long, long time ago. I've mentioned this many times in public that when we were going to a function, I was newly married or married not for so long, and my wife, my wife asked me how she looked, and I made the mistake of saying, fine, you look fine, and I thought that was a fine answer. Apparently, it's not, so just lesson to all the husbands out there, not a good answer. You look amazing, you look incredible, I've never seen you look better. That's in this category of neha shalom. Now, of course, you think in your eyes your wife is beautiful, but the way you express it, you shouldn't even give 
the impression that your wife thinks that you don't think she is beautiful. So in any event, we getting close to our last session of the year. Thank you so much for joining. We're continuing on this very, very important topic. And thank you all for listening and our penultimate show. Any chance I get to use the word penultimate, I will. And we will see you Hashem, next time. Wishing everybody Ksiva Chasimatova. We'll have more of that tomorrow, but have a good day today.